Welcome to the Fashion Lab. Today, my name is Lisa Gumba Regisford, and on today's show, we're going to be talking about South Africa Fashion Week 2016 highlights around what is currently happening. Now, I know some of you already know uh, we started this whole South Africa Fashion Week thing on Tuesday, and it's still going on up to Thursday, uh, Saturday. And the reason we are focusing on SA Fashion Week today is because there is no better time. I mean, it's going down. It's happening uh, at the Hyde Park. And for those of you who are lucky enough to have tickets, I hope that you're enjoying yourselves. I hope you're inspired. I've been seeing the feeds on fire, so this is a good thing. Now, while here at Fashion Lab, we dissect the business behind fashion with an intention for development and economic growth for fashion businesses across the continent, SA Fashion Week, the business of fashion, is more than just a slogan for SA Fashion Week. It's actually the underlying ethos that propels every action they take to drive their overall vision of a thriving designer-led local fashion industry that can actually serve as a powerful in- engine for economic growth. Now, sitting with me in studio is uh, quite an entourage, <laughs> and I'm going to be introducing my lovely guests um, shortly. And uh, we are normally joined, obviously, by my co-host, Morwick, who's not here, but I'm sure that he's also been at the Fashion Weeks. Uh, we're going to, de- to definitely get some tweets and stuff coming out. We're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. If you want to share some of your thoughts, if you want to share some of your favorite designers, whatever it is that you've been able to experience uh, this SA Fashion Week 2016 that you'd like to share. Keep your tweets coming. Uh, my top three highlights before I introduce our lovely guests are the new venue, definitely. I'm uh, SA Fashion Week follower, and I've been going to a different venue until now. And obviously, because of the fact that it's a new venue, it's got a refreshing sort of look and feel, and I think that people are just excited. I think the second highlight for me around SA Fashion Week is the runway design. And I haven't uh, been to the shows yet because I'm busy. I'll tell you why. But the one thing I know for sure is thank God for the World Wide Web and the fact that we can actually just plug in and check out some of our favorite shows, especially for shows we cannot make in person. Now, my third highlight around this SA Fashion Week 2016 is that I'm actually showing my safari collection tonight at 9.30 p.m. So be there or be square if you know what that means. Um, now, I want to uh, definitely also introduce our contributor, Edgy Benson, who's going to be joining us later from Echoes from New York. And he'll also just be sharing. He's obviously been watching the shows online as well and has some really cool feedback uh, to share with us. Just a quick reminder before we even move on is we've got my favorite segment at the end of the show called who would you want to dress and why? So start thinking about who you want to dress and why we'll share that last fun segment um, together when we finish this business uh, talk around SA Fashion Week. Now, we are joined in studio by the founder and CEO of SA Fashion Week, Lucilla Boysen. Lucilla, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Liz. And I want to ask who, what you wear, who you're wearing, <laughs> and um, what is inspiring the look today. Um, I'm wearing um, Adrian Coates. He's a South African designer, and he's based in in um, Cape Town. And I just really loved his street look. I, I like um, sometimes dressing sort of more um, um, like like a man, like more sort of like, you know, I don't, I'm not always like a, exactly. I I really, really like that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's him. Very nice. I love it. We're also joined by fashion editor of Marie Claire, Kelly Fung in studio. Hello. Hi Kelly. Welcome to the show. And what are you wearing and what's inspiring the look? Um, today I'm wearing also a local designer, Anne-Marie Honeyball, who showed last night at SA Fashion Week. It's really silver, very metallic. Um, I saw that and I, I thought, gosh, did I miss the memo? But yes, you're, you're working it quite well. <laughs> thank you. And thank why, you. why the shining silver at one o'clock on, in Johannesburg? Why on not? Thursday. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know, there you go. It's called style. We're also joined in studio by Leslie Wheater, who's the winner of Lufthansa Best Best Collections. Yay. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. And what, who are you wearing and Me. what's inspiring the look? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, who else would we want you to wear? <laughs> yeah, so my range is called Haas and Heritage, and uh, it's actually freezing in Joburg at the moment. So uh, this morning I was wearing my freezing. Last. Okay, hold on, not freezing, not freezing. <laughs> I meant just a little bit of a, a weather change, and here we go again. For Joburg, it's freezing. Well, she's bit. from Cape Town originally. Uh-huh. That's why you get these no, comments. No, I'm, I'm actually from Joburg. Are you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, so a Joburg-based designer, but yeah, okay, it's it's chilly. It's kind of chilly today, and this is lovely. It's got long sleeves, a beautiful cowl neck that I can wrap up around my necks and feel warm, and it's also very comfortable and on the go. It's great for an on-the-go lifestyle, and I'm constantly running around, so it's just it's perfect for yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Thank it's you. clean. It's simple. It's easy. And this is the fashion lab, and this is how we hold it down. <laughs> so it's nice to see the individual different style um, in the house. We're definitely going to take a picture and tweet up what we are wearing, so that you awesome. guys can also share your comments there <laughs> we've also have a bit we are joined also by the director for indigo cosmetics wesley von villing that's right yeah. i didn't matter that yeah, that's pretty good <laughs> okay welcome to the show and what are you wearing and what is inspiring the look i was hoping you weren't gonna ask me that question no. actually <laughs> no you're actually the man in the house today so you're uh, gonna get like double of what all the other lovely yeah, ladies <laughs> good good I, I definitely never got that memo so i'm i'm wearing a jeans and a zara t-shirt and that's about it actually <laughs> but you look you you feel comfortable in it that's um, what matters very comfortable in it yes. don't worry. and you yeah. look you look good i mean like people look good in different things so you yeah. look good it fits you're not like struggling to to force it and make it happen. So I, I thought it was a radio interview, so I didn't. Uh, no, but because fashion is a very <laughs> visual industry, we are always talking, and we will tweet, and we will find people who will actually appreciate your simple look. We're yeah. not, we're not, uh, we're not going to bash you, but you're just going to get a bit more pressure today. Because, but it's great to be here, anyway. Yes. Well, welcome to the show. Now, Lucilla, you know you've been running this festival. Congratulations! Are we on 19 years now? 19 years. 19 years of SA Fashion Week is a big thing, and I want to yeah. say that. Even from my research, I feel that SA Fashion Week, I've found that SA Fashion Week is actually the biggest fashion business-driven fashion week in the continent. Exactly. And I is. think the oldest fashion, I'm going to check Nigeria again before I... No, it I is the oldest. Oldest as well. Yeah. So congratulations. And I love that last year Thank we you. sat and said, congratulations on 18 years. Here we are talking congratulations. 19 years later, yes. we are building the industry. You're really pushing um, borders and, and doing things and shaking and moving things around to be able to get de a different results. And also, obviously, for the industry at large to be able to do things differently so that we get different and better results. So tell us a bit. Let's just talk about SA Fashion Week 2016 and and your vision for what we are now experiencing? Well, um, I always focus on or think about the individualism, individualism of the designers and all of the different cultures that we have. And I say that the strength of the South African fashion industry sits in our diversity. And, you know, I've said it over and over, and that is really what you see at the South African Fashion Week. So there's no theme. Each designer creates what comes from their soul and what they want their consumers to buy because it is about buying and selling. It's about creating wealth, creating jobs. It's beautiful. Now, because we are also joined in studio by three other special guests, um, we're just going to talk about this. I know that you've been able to... Um, experience some of the shows okay i'll start with kelly kelly mm -hmm. what has been your what have you what are you picking so far i mean i'm sure you've attended some of the shows at sa fashion week and what have been some of your highlights so far well first let me just say Lucilla, it's such a nice one this year so thank you. Um, but some of my highlights, and what I've really been picking up is it's such a great mix of designers at the moment from young and more established designers. And I think that makes us really generating a, a new sense of energy and a new excitement. Um, I love the competitions like the Lufthansa First Best Collections because it allows us to to, to see a collection from a different perspective. It's not only about the clothes. It's also about the business behind, um, behind their collections and, and what their plans are to, to become a more lo sort of long-term designer. Um, so there's a whole range of different things to see and to understand. And I think that is really what's revitalizing this fashion week, not only on the grid, the new location. I think, yeah, the new location. But is lunch, there's a few things that are refreshing, but let's go straight to Leslie. I mean, you're the winner of the fair. Is it first best? Fast best. I need the, to the roll that out of my first time. Best, yeah. Fast best. Tell us a bit about the co the um, competition and what you feel, why you entered it, and what you feel, where you are now, what you're looking forward to, what your goals might be, what they will be able to help you achieve that you could not have achieved without being the winner of this competition. Well, as an emerging designer, I thought it was just the most amazing opportunity to help grow my business, and uh, I've got such respect for South African Fashion Week. I've studied fashion design and always been in awe of the institution so it was a great way to kind of establish myself with them and the competition 
was a great learning experience and it, it was a great way to network and meet other designers and people in the industry. And of course, all the exposure that you get from winning something like this is just, it's amazing. So it, from a business point of view, incredible. From a personal goal achieving point of view, even better. What is it that you think, what are you looking forward to? So you've presented the collection, you've got this uh, nice prize, you're the winner of it. What, 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 what are we looking forward to for your brand? Definitely a whole lot of new exposure to meet new customers, to grow awareness of heart and heritage to the market, and just to learn and be inspired and, uh, yeah, from a, just a step up. It's, uh, I have a store at the Bamboo Center in Melville called Convoy, which I share with five other amazing local designers. And for me in my career, that was a, a really a great step up in just in to going to the next level in my business. And I see associating with SA Fashion Week is the same kind of level of a step up um, in growing my business just from a, a, a establishment point of view. So, Lucilla, how many competitors did you, I mean, how many people run for this competition? Do you, do well, you quite have? a few. I think we had about 12 to start off with. Of course, everybody entered, but then we narrow it down and then it gets narrowed down again um, because we do a, a complete final um, judging where um, if the if the garments are not right, because you know you judge on swatches and then you get the garments in and if the garments don't fit uh, correctly or the business plan does not suit the collection, um, 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 so the, the winner's actually um, chosen um, um by its or on its its business plan and and how it's trading and what it's doing at the moment. So yes, there's there's a great elimination pro um, sort of process. process in place. I want to go to the man in the house, Mr. Leslie. Tell me, what is your connection, or why did Indigo decide to, uh, to, to 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 you know to broker this association or to to make this association come to life so with South Africa Fashion Week? So the brand that's involved with Fashion Week is Rimmel London. And Rimmel London is a global cosmetic fashion brand. So if one looks at the way the brand promotes itself globally, it's always been involved with famous fashion models. So Kate Moss, um, Georgia May Jagger, part of the Rimmel portfolio of ladies that promote the brands. And then we also have some affiliation with young, vibey people such as Rita Ora and Beyonce Knowles, who also form part of the promotional advertising campaigns. Now, fashion and Cosmetics just actually go hand in hand together. And the SA Fashion Week gives us the platform to bring our brand to life for consumers. We collaborate with the designers. We make sure that the products they're using are aligned to what the shows are and what they're showcasing. So we work very close to them. And then we get close to our consumers because we're allowed to activate at the event. So whether people go for touch-ups or have their nails done or we give goodie bags on the front rows or the various shows. So it's a fantastic um, combination for us to get involved and get closer to consumers in South Africa. I think it's beautiful and I think it's uh, very interesting. Last week on the show we were discussing um, fashion um, and the cosmetic industry, so like yeah. the beauty industry and why to me I call it the yin-yang twins because one does not exist yeah, without the other. Yeah. So it's nice that you know, you've got Rimmel in the house because mm. looks are not just, I can't just wear a dress. If yeah, the right. cosmetics, whether it's the lip color, whether it's whatever it is that a woman decides to add on onto their body or onto their face or onto their lips to be able to complete a look is, is so crucial to make the look the look. Otherwise, uh, we could all wear what I'm wearing and and we could just all look like this. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Very beautiful. <laughs> so, Lucilla, let's talk about um, why the new venue. Is it... Uh, well, what? you know, we always, we at Fashion Week say that we are um, the leaders of the new. So it's not only the collections of the designers that are new every season. It is also, we are also do new things. We have new projects. We are the leaders in, in what we want to be the leaders and we are the leaders in what we do in South Africa. And therefore, I'm always, you know, um, whenever I travel overseas, doesn't matter where I go, I'm always looking for a space that I can do show fashion in. It's just part of me. It's part of my... 
exactly. <laughs> so um, um, to, to just give you a little bit of a lowdown on that, I went um, to the hotel and while waiting for the, the lift to come, I looked down out the window and I saw this incredible space. And then I saw they are doing something to this space. And then I went in and I said, hey, guys, what are you doing to the space? And it was a triple volume space, beautiful. They were still doing it. Nobody knew about it. And I said, this is where I want to do Fashion Week. This is the right space for the future of Fashion Week. So that is when I then started negotiating. And what is really incredible is that we've South African Fashion Week has managed to negotiate for the South African designers to go into Hyde Park Centre Court on the 12th and the 13th. And be rub shoulders with all, with all the international labels and be able to be seen there. And I mean, there is such a hype. Everybody that I see, because Hyde Park is really the center that I go to. So everybody is talking about they cannot wait to see the designers in center court. So, you know, it's just such a big thing. And I think it's such a, um, really, it, it, it's, it's called the, the, the first steps. Like you said, you guys are really setting the, 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 the bar. And I feel that, um, when I think about Hyde Park, because I also love to, hang around Hyde Park, I realized that there's actually hardly, I, can, I mean, besides Ryan Keys, there's not very much um, of the African or South African brands that no. are actually selling in there. Mm. So I think it's also an opportunity from the business behind fashion and from my understanding of where we want to, how we want to grow as business um, um, leaders within the fashion industry is I think that this is a very good opportunity for brands to actually do a test because mm-hmm. that's where I'm, exactly. I'm going actually. I'm, I'm yeah. in already. I'm going for the, both the trade show and the two day, uh, connect and sell and feel the, public, the yeah. energy and also see kind of what your market, how your market responds. Because mm-hmm. what's the point of me saving up and saying finally I can be able to uh, rent a space at the Hyde Park without even having have have having have, I mean, having had a test or sort of understood if this is actually my target mm-hmm. market. Otherwise, we're wasting time. So I think that it's a it's a beautiful sort of like a pop up shoppy sort of um experience where you say, let me go and actually do this as a test mm-hmm. because that is a business. Um, yeah, and you uh, can meet your clients of- and you can meet your future clients. You can build your database and yes, you can do the research. You know, you can say to somebody, do you like this fabric? Do you think I should make it in another fabric? Is the color right? Is the cut right? I mean, you're really talking to the luxury market there, which is really incredible for any South African designer. What do you think? Are you going to be at the trade show? Are you going oh, to definitely. be at, okay? Are you definitely. also going to ha- miss it? Are you going to experience? Are you going to have your brand presence also for the two days to just experience? Definitely, it's uh, it's such a great opportunity to, as Lucilla said, meet new customers, build your database. Uh, there's, I started my business on repeat customers. I started at very small little markets. And uh, sometimes they'd be very quiet, but I'd meet one customer there. He would come back in the future and buy again from me. So you never know who you're going to meet. And it's always an opportunity, like you said as well, even if uh, you do, it doesn't work out well for mm. you, you've still learned that Hyde Park's then not mm. your market. But mm. I'm very optimistic that it's going to be amazing. Very nice. What do you think, uh, Kelly? Well, for me, I think it's, it even goes beyond that. I think, you know, as a growing industry, we often separate local designers and high end. And I think this is such a great way to start integrating things mm. because it shouldn't be separated. You know, whether, um, Heart and Heritage is high end or not, it should be considered amongst the brands that Luxury. are placed yeah. in, in, in malls and uh, the availability is there. Um, we have to, we have to start pushing that as well from a, from a local design perspective. We gotta, as consumers, we want to be able to get our hands on, on, on the, on the stuff that you make and that you guys create. Um, and by doing this, I think it's such a great step in that direction. And I think Making also, pla- yes, and I think also yeah. placing it in that same level, in the same space as all the other m- aspiring brands, all the other brands that some people will consume, but maybe don't know about Absolutely. other brands that are quite up to par when it comes to quality, when it comes mm-hmm. to pricing, when it comes to detail, when it comes to everything. And I always say that African brands are no longer, there was a time where we had, other problems and challenges like the workmanship and stuff. We're at a level where I have seen so many brands in this continent, not just country, that are ready to go. So mm. I think that this is a great mm. opportunity exactly. to say, here we are, we are ready, we are getting into the market and, and get into the market. Yeah. What, what, um, I mean, what are <clears throat> some of the shows that you could say were your highlight shows? Because obviously there's been shows have began. And they're still continuing, and I hope you'll be at the front row of my show. <laughs> but in the meantime, what are some of the shows that you think you are quite 
excited about. Look, I think so um, the layout of the, the whole show, for, it's, first of all, has been fantastic to go to. So everybody's really got a front row seat. So everybody gets a great opportunity to see all the designers up close. So um, the shows that I've been to so far is here to you and show, and it's always great to see his stuff. And I think um, even for a guy looking at some of his clothes, it's fantastic. <laughs> And uh, I really, really enjoyed the show. And then um, the last show we saw was that Rubicon show, yes. which was also fantastic. I think yeah. um, the clothing, the styling, they really made the girls look like angels. It was fantastic. And I think um, we were able to pull off some great looks on some of the, the models with Rimmel. So we were very, very excited for the last few days. So shows. that was the installation that he's yeah. talking yes. about, the Rubicon. Yes. Rubicon. Yes. It was not a show yes. and it worked very, very well. It's very nice. What were some of your shows, ladies? Before we go into a break, it'd be nice to hear some of the you know shows that you felt really touched your style spot and why. Should I start first? Yes, yeah, you can go. <clears throat> I am always such a huge fan of Anne Marie Honeyball, who I'm wearing today. I love her new aesthetic. It's very, it's something that I've not seen before. She's very recognizable. Um, with was mm-hmm. a great show as well. Um, very sort of casual, very wearable. Um, and I did love the Lufthansa show. I thought it was a good mix of, of, of wearability and, and affordability. Yeah. So can I just get some quick heads up? Is the Lufthansa show, was that also another show on its own or was it the same uh, competition show? It, it was, was the, the same. It was a competition yeah. show, yeah. So, you know, we at Fashion Week bring designers in through competitions. And Lufthansa is one of the, the sponsors of the naming rights sponsors of that competition. And they take the winner to go to Germany, to Berlin on a traveling seminar with us to the Berlin Fashion Week. Very nice. So is that what somebody's getting to? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's very nice. So it's also a nice opportunity for the other designers, even if they don't win, to start experiencing or start the beginning of Mm. their journey Mm. is to start experiencing that, check the response Mm. and see what they can actually better as they grow. Mm. On that level, everybody is actually a winner. So just to even get there. Yes. And, and that is what I, I tell them all the time is that they are winners mm. already. Yeah. People ask me, what did, what did you win? And I said, Oh, you know, I won an amazing trip to Berlin Fashion Week and this ed- incredible Edgar's voucher. But the best prize for me was all the exposure and the meeting the other designers and doing SA Fashion Week. Well, all the prizes are amazing, but that for me was uh, just so was special. The highlight. Yeah. Yeah. Very special. And it's, it's priceless. There's some, yes. I mean, you can get 10,000 pounds for something, but you will never be able to buy certain type mm. of experiences that will really get your business ahead. And I've always said, even when we speak to younger designers, is that the money that you win in a competition is one thing. The company that you hang around while you build your business is mm-hmm. priceless. That's mm-hmm. If I was given another chance to start again, I would just say, you know what, keep everything else. Mm-hmm. Let me sit and met, intern for every big brand that I actually admire and admire even from a business success story. Because there is nothing you can't, I mean, you being placed around all these people is is priceless, really. Um, you know, it's, um, it's interesting. We're having really cool conversations, but we're going to take a break. Our lines are open. We're on 0861 We're talking SA Fashion Week highlights, and uh, we'd love to also hear from you who are listening. Uh, send us your tweets on some of your favorite uh, shows or some of your favorite designers so far, what you're looking forward to seeing. Uh, it's all going down at the Hyde Park. It's SA Fashion Week 2016 highlights. We'll be right back after the break. Download the Cliff Central app, available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. I patiently waited for you for nine months. I would sit in my chair and talk about how I longed to meet you. I knew you'd be the most beautiful baby in the world. I was ready for you, but I wasn't ready for this. If you have a child in need of reconstructive surgery, Smile Foundation can help you. Visit www.smilefoundation.co.za or call us on 0861-276-453. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. We are back talking as a Fashion Week highlights and we are joined in studio, like I said, by my special um, entourage today. We are really not playing. I mean, if you see who's in the house, you'll, you'll know. So we've obviously got Lucilla Boisen, who's the CEO of SA Fashion Week. We've got Marie-Claire, um, editor Kelly Fung. We've got, uh, Leslie Wheater, who's the winner of Lufthansa Fest Best Collections. 
We've got marketing director for Indigo Cosmetics, Wesley Von Villing. And we are just chilling in the studio looking fabulous. It's not too green here. It's quite bright. And um, we'd love to hear from you. So keep uh, sharing your tweets. Send us your thoughts. Um, and let us know what you're really enjoying around this uh, fashion week season. Um, now let's go back to um, the trade show. Um, what are some of the... Um, what are some, Lucilla, some of the things or some of the reasons that you would encourage um, designers? I know you're closed. I mean, I know the trade show is it's late. Applications are closed, right? Well, I'm not quite sure. They might be because, we you know, we want to give people opportunities. So um, we want to give them opportunity to, to be part and to, to experience. So um, the sales office, I suppose, is still open and, and you could still call in and find out if there's some space. But yes, but it's very carefully mm. curated. So you can't just sell. You have to really have that sort of luxury um, sort of signature. But what, what is the reason? Why would you encourage brands and designers, um, especially from the continent, to actually come in and sign up for that? It's a two-day affair. Yes. yes. So... We've got two two-day affairs. Yes. The one is the one for the buyers only in South Africa, and that happens on the 10th and the 11th, and that is for the boutiques. Now, we have got 940 boutiques in South Africa that are interested in buying South African designs. We're at this point in time selling to just over 20, 20% of that. So if you want to... To do that same research, but in a buyers and in a trade event, then that is, the that is where you have to be. Then the selling thing, the public, open to the public, as we've sort of followed the London um, sort of uh, what they do in London with their public day, and we're going to grow it into that so that the, the, pu- the public and the consumers feel that they can also be part of this incredible magical thing and they can buy the first of the new collections immediately um, in, and, and we taking it to a, a, a shopping center so which makes it far more um, easier for them because um, it's not like they've got to go to a venue they just come to shopping they can do have a cup of coffee they can look at the international brands as well and see how we compare and buy from the South African designers and and, and we really create income streams at the South African Fashion Week. So we don't only nurture, grow, and support. We build income streams for the designers. And therefore, we also have a pop-up shop in November. And you know that that is another thing that is coming up, and that happens in Pretoria at the Brooklyn Mall. So... Wow, we're going to be plugging in and rolling over to Echoes from New York with Edgy Benson. Edgy, welcome to the show. Uh, Good afternoon, guys. How are you? We're good, thank you. (laughs) How are you? I'm very good, just listening to you guys and enjoying it. Okay, before you think you can slide and get away with this, what are you wearing and what is inspiring (laughs) the look? (laughs) Quite honestly, my house coat, just inspired by comfort. (laughs) In the early morning? Yes, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Okay, well, Edgy, welcome to the show, and I'm very glad that we're having you on. Um, I'm sure you've been plugged into the conversations um, around yeah. the highlights of SA Fashion Week this year, and I know that you've probably also had a chance to look at some of the, watch some of the shows online. What is your feedback? Take us, take us through what you're, what you're feeling, what you're enjoying, what's happening, what you think. I mean, the collections were so strong. First, I have to thank Lucille. I think it's. It's just amazing to have that kind of commitment to fashion in the industry. Thank you. You know, so thank you so much for doing this. Um, the collections have been absolutely strong. I mean, you can see the talent, you know, you can see um, the dedication, the, the thought is there. Uh, it's, it's just been great. I mean, I, I've seen a lot. I mean, I've, basically I've binged on the shows and I've seen so many of them. And I have some very strong favorites that I think are really, really great designers. And I just wonder how do we, as a continent, I mean, what do we do to bring all this budding talent that we see to build this capacity that we see on, on this, on this, um, on this runways? How do we bring this out? Like, you know that you can get so much out of these people because the talent is just insane, you know? So I have been very proud just watching it. And um, looking at the collections, I think what 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 I find very interesting is, um, I I think we need to pay a, a lot of attention to. I mean, I think fashion is a symphony. You know, you, you there's got to be this 
symphonic relation, relationship between the silhouettes and the fabrics and, and just, the, you know, the, 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 the mood that we create in a show, you know. And I think we're doing very well. Um, and as we continue to grow capacity, uh, designer capacity, uh, designer exposure, uh, like what uh, AFI is doing with Fast Track, we begin to see this uh, manifest in the, on the runways. But so far, it's, it's great. Yeah. I think mm. I think Leslie's collection was very strong. Um, I I saw collections that I really liked. Uh, like like Luna who like who strong. did you what yeah what are some of the pieces that you liked since we've been saying and sharing who we <laughs> like <laughs> and what was so well, strong about them? Quite honestly, what I like the most, um, and everybody did a great job. But I'm I was a big fan of Keith's fashion. I thought uh, it was so delicately sophisticated, very strong. There's this, there's a certain wispiness to it that I just, that I just loved. And the, the prints and the, the, the laces and the fabric, everything had a symphony. Everything had a very planned, coordinated feel to it. And I, I was very proud to, 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 to look at that collection. Do you think, do you think that any of the collections can stand its ground in New York? Again, I think, like I said, fashion is, is a symphony. I think in the outside, in the outside markets, there's a, a, there's a, a bigger elan in how you look at fashion. It's not just the design. Everybody can design. I think Africa is just budding with talent, but who puts the story together? You know, who puts the narrative together through their collections? I think there are strong collections there. Uh, Luna was good and, you know, it has this very, it was very essential. Um, great, uh, brighter, occasional hints. I think it can stand. Kiss fashion, of course, it's, it's wonderful. I think Leslie has amazing instinct, you know. Thank um, you. So. Um, I think, Edgy, what I want to do is, um, my beautiful panel is, um, asking me who, who, what, what, what you do for a living. And I thought that it'd be nice to just punch in uh, a quick introduction, um, and just let them know what your area of field is within the industry. And it helps us um, understand uh, what type of authority you come in uh, with. So please just allow, um, let's allow Edgy to introduce himself. Um, and then we will continue with the conversation. Edgy is a free flow, just flow. <laughs> All right. So um, I am uh, a fashion designer uh, by training. I own a company that develops collections for designers. And we develop everything from the concepts from planning the collection, the color stories, um, to developing the fabrics, developing the silhouettes, uh, sampling, and we own a factory. Uh, we own a development studio in New York and a, a facility in China, in Shanghai. And we've been doing this for 10 years. And for these 10 years, we've, we've developed private collections for Harrods. We've done collections for, you know, designer collections for Macy's, Nordstrom's. And we've done collections for Chloe, uh, Opening Ceremony, Rodate, uh, Vera Wang, and Bibu. So we do a lot. It, it's what we do mm. every day. We sit at the, at the crossroads, basically. Oh, that's really uh, incredible. I'd really like, I'd really like to connect market. with you. So could you send me an email? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is what this is for, yes. is to connect people. So, yes. you know, I, I'm coming to New York in October, and I'd really like to just meet you for a cup of coffee. I would love that. I, yeah. I would absolutely love that. Yeah. And we will definitely make the connection happen. Yeah. Um, I think that Edgy, where he sits, um, Edgy, I will also just spill some beans. Edgy is working on a, on my denim collection, which we are also going to be showing, um, soon in New York. Yeah. And, um, we started, we conceptualized this, I think, and can, can I say December? Is it safe? And I said, yeah, yes, December. And I say to him that I wanted to show safari was in my heart because I thought, oh, you know what? I really need to do something. I'm like an African child who's uh, grown up with certain um, style cues. We what we called style when we grew up was how we could get a dress and tie dye it with my mom mm. and tie dye it in such a cool way that it just looked like. I don't know what, but that was fashion. That is what we called mm -hmm. fashion. Fashion was how we could be able to get beads and up, get a bead applique on the whole top part of the dress and its beautiful beads. Fashion for us was 
was just so many other things that I feel I was starting to feel like I thought I'm losing it because I'm like, where is everything that I grew up on? When I talk about my culture, my heritage, and also my narrative back to what Edgy is saying, because we want to make sure our story is so strong and it's so easy to understand, even for the common layman who's just watching the show or who's just consuming the brand at the shop. So we agreed that Edgy would push, uh, I want to, and this is uh, what we would call our first encounter working together, but encounter that can also be a model that shows and proves that this is where we started with Liz. This is what we've been able to produce. This is where we are going to stock it. We're going to launch it in a certain city in the world because we are global citizens and it doesn't kill anything about my Africanism. And then we're going to bring it or send it around the world through Edges Networks because this is what he does. And I feel that the show and proof of this is also to say that being a, an African fashion brand is not does not make you less of a Vera Wang. It's exactly. it's really just how we find ways to say this is the strategy we've tried, and if you can show and prove it works for one mm. African brand, strong brand, mm. then it can work for every other exactly. brand, and we can just continue to share and to network and to mm. connect because again, yeah. that's what we do in the well, industry. Well, that's exactly what the Italians did in the seventies. They they actually took their designers and they completely marketed them to the world, mm. and and that is what we need to do with with our continent. We need to take our designers and nurture nurture them and support them and guide them, and then they'll grow like you cannot believe they mm. it's 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 sitting like mushrooms. Mm. You know, it's just come up. And I think Lucilla, you've You've seen this for 19 years. Yes. That if one, I don't know how many designers did you start with when you started? 17. 17. Look at, I mean, Google, anyone should Google Fashion yeah. Week, SA Fashion Week, and see that there's immense growth. Mm-hmm. And it means that if one day you had 10 designers or 17, and another time you now have, a mi- I don't know how many applicants you get, honestly, well, for SA yeah, Fashion we're Week. We're showing sort of just under 40 at the moment. But I'm sure you still... From the bigger picture, oh, you absolutely. get so many. And we have 340 designers in South Africa that we have connections with. Yeah. So I think for me, Edgy, what I'm saying and Lucille and the team is that if something works, it will, for one brand here, mm. it can work for mm. every brand. Yes. Okay. And yes. if people are scared, like I'm a, I'm a risk tech. I've always been, I, I take the risk and then I say, okay, at least I tried if it, nothing exactly. happens. And so I'm like the risk taker here who's saying, Edgy, why don't we try this before he penetrates into the continent within our networks to mm. also maybe help other brands who want to expand into the global space. Yeah. Why don't we do a show and prove? Because also the truth is we, if you say you do something, people need to see that you did it exactly, and it Absolutely. and it worked, and it's working. Absolutely. Yeah, I think what 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 we really need. So last December, we brought an African designer here through a network that existed with the with the AU, mm. and we placed her in a fashion house for all the duration of the preparations of Fashion Week. So from December all the way through uh, yes. February, she yeah. was a part of a particular house just watching them work and mm. being a part of their mm. story and helping them out. And she was a designer already with a line for five years. So yes. the benefits for her were just invaluable. And I think that if we can do all this, take an African designer once in a while and just just concentrate, localize mm. attention on them mm. uh, and let them get the exposure that they need. I think... Once African designers can create the right atmosphere, because fashion is not just about clothes, it's, it's an attitude, it's an atmosphere, you know? Mm-hmm. Once they can create those atmospheres around themselves, around their collections, build particular perceptions around their collections, then it's so hard for them not to be competitive. But when you look at the collections, like right now when you look at the African collection, you see the, the talent, but it's very juvenile in the sense that it's, exactly. we're not that sophisticated yeah you know but sophistication yeah. is going to come out of just very quick and it happens very quickly so that is why we yes. we're taking the the our um, Lufthansa first best um, um, winner Leslie to the Berlin Fashion Week and she goes all over we take her on a travel seminar and not only to the Fashion Week but to all the departmental stores all the smaller stores um, so that she can get a complete experience she goes to all the exhibitions she never stops so for the five days that she's there She's working hard. She's bringing knowledge back. And then once she comes back, she does a presentation to the South African designers, um, sharing that, um, sharing that experience. That is amazing. amazing. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, that is incredible. 
I mean, that is capacity building at the core, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I've also sent some of my staff members to go and work, do an internship um, with the London Fashion Week because I believe, like you believe, all that we need is experience. I mean, um, you just need to give them two hours and they've gained, you know, masses. Yes, of, of, invaluable. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Kelly, what's your yeah? What's your feedback <coughs> with well, what edges do? Well, what? well, firstly, I wanted to find out who was the designer that uh, <coughs> that came over to you for the for the internship. Oh, she was actually. I think there were a bunch of African designers, but the one that won this was a Nigerian designer. Okay. And I would, I'm trying to get her to actually. I mean, I've discussed that with Liz. I think Liz wants that for her to actually be able to tell her story. Um, yeah, she she won it through a fund, uh, some uh, African capacity fund uh, that works with the AU, and I I have a partnership to work with them. Um, to do this. So I, they just sent her to me and she already had the business for five years. Um, and, uh, yeah, her name is Ogo. I, I hadn't heard of her until I saw her. Um, but she was, she was fantastic. And how did, yeah. how did, how was she chosen? On what, on what sort of area? I, I think it's just like what, uh, Lucille is doing, uh, looking mm-hmm. at you guys and, and just, Picking a collection, a designer just like they picked you, and she just happened to have been sent to me. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know the voices might sound a bit similar. <laughs> the, the the person you're speaking to now is uh, Kelly Fung from Marie Claire. Oh, <laughs> hi! <laughs> but thank you. It did answer, it did, it did answer my question, and I think programs like this are so necessary. I think we do have limited resources, we do have limited education here, mm-hmm. and I think to to get the designers to progress. We do need to have a more formalized way of of, of getting these guys mm. overseas yeah. for the training yeah. and and learning exactly. learning how it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rather than taking them to do a fashion show there, yeah. you know, no, exactly. but actually taking them and giving the, them the experience. And at Fashion Week, we've got four different competitions like that. So we've got the the um, the menswear, the scouting menswear, because we're starting, as you all know now, with the menswear, very, very seriously marketing and unearthing them. Um, and that is supported by GQ, which just gives it that grounding. And then we've got the Sunglass Hut New Talent. Now, that is the oldest um, competition in South Africa. And all the top designers came through, you know, people like Black Coffee, David Clarley, Tia Nahl, um, all of those, Anna Marie, Anna Marie Honeyball, mm-hmm. they all came through that competition and it is like that you know we need to give the young people that push forward to say we believe in you this is your opportunity show us what you have and show us how you can create jobs well what is do you have any questions for edgy <laughs> leslie is just, looking at me just more of a, a comment because uh, we're talking about african designers and international designers and raising the kind of expectation of african designers but as a entrepreneur a design entrepreneur I find I find it a very uh, lucrative place to build a business. It's there's so much opportunity in Johannesburg. I, find, I mean, in, in South Africa, just in terms of uh, finding amazing factories to produce your work, uh, c- the customers are so hungry for to support local and to see something new. And I, I, well, that's what my experience has been with my customers. They've all just been so excited that it's another local designer, and they, what are you doing, and where do you make it, and what inspires you, and so as a, I, and actually used to live in Toronto in Canada, and I, I started out there um, with a range as well, and having gone through the same process here in Johannesburg, I've just found it a lot easier mm-hmm. in a way. I know it's hard, it's hard all, it's going to be hard regardless, but I've just found that the people here are so hungry to support new designers and uh you know the market isn't over overwhelmed with uh with fashion everywhere and there's not a hundred million designers as there isn't perhaps maybe in america there's so many it's such a large country and it's so successful but maybe in south africa as an emerging country there's a lot of opportunity for an emerging designer and for african designers and south african designers i okay we're gonna take turns here politely <laughs> who's gonna go ladies first or should we let, let i'll let yeah. you go first yes i think it's interesting for me sitting on the outside so everybody is very involved in the fashion industry and um as a sponsor you're sitting on the outside and a lot of the old fashion stuff is quite new to me to be quite honest so this is our fourth season we're involved in the industry but what i really really like about sa fashion week is if you go to the shows and you look who attends the shows 
there are a lot of young people. There's a lot of interest from a lot of young people coming to the shows. And they show tremendous appreciation for the designs and the work mm. and the stuff that's putting on display. And to me, that's fantastic. It shows that the industry is very healthy. There's a demand for it. And people are keen to see local design. Mm. Mm. I want to um, just uh, add on to you, uh, your point, um, Leslie, is... What I love is that everybody's in different stages of their career. Um, However, I still strongly encourage brands, especially brands from the continent. We have a lot of um, global interest anyway. Africa is just interesting to the world. And I feel that to monetize on that from a business perspective, it's good to have your eggs in basket A, but not all of them, meaning that... Once you've established some sort of local following and a local customer base, it doesn't hurt because business, you've got to grow. You've got to grow and you've got to grow. The next stage for you then needs to be how do you penetrate the global market? And because the global market has become, the world is one market these days. So I think that for me, pushing as a long-term goal to say, let me organize and set up this local base and then when i get to at least some sort of comfort level and we know that you're selling you know you're making x Definitely. amount a month from the local market then start connecting with the edges and other people exactly. who can help you in a small way mm, and i think that even your experience of just going to um to toronto, um, to, to toronto. Are you going no, to Toronto? I was, I was in Toronto. Berlin. Oh, to Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, yeah. To Berlin is gonna also open doors for you because maybe you will find your network person to start networking with, or just because you're in this camp with Lucilla and Co. Absolutely. and the SA Fashion Week team, I think that you have good le- leverage. But I, I am encouraging all African fashion brands and designers who are listening to say you are not born to fit into a box and be locked in. Mm-hmm. You've got. To, you were born to stand out, and that means that when you start your business. You have to be able to look at the end of the year and say, what have I made? Who has been my target market? What is my step or my vision for next year? Mm. And you've got to go. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting in the corner talking about I sell in Melville or I sell in, mm. in Parktown. Yeah. And then go, Liz, go big yes. or go home. Yeah. No, I agree with you. But, but the, there's, the perception is that we have to go there. And you cannot go there if you don't have spikes on. Mm. If, you'd, if you're going to run barefoot. You cannot go there. So you have to build your business Mm. here like you've done Mm. until you make a connection that Mm. can give you a hand, that believe in you, that can take you. Because you can't, if somebody comes around and says, come on, we're going to pay for a show for you. You're going to do a show in New York. You will come back broken because you cannot (laughs) compete with with, um, Armani or with with anybody for that matter. You Mm. cannot. You know, Mm. now they're putting you on that platform and and you wasting your money and your time. If you don't have a helping hand like you're getting or, or of course, helping hands will come. I promise you helping Mm. hands will come. Mm. If a helping hand hand comes, Mm. grab it, grab that opportunity, but make sure your foundation is strong. strong. Mm. I am so, we are all in agreement. It's been so great and I think uh, all I can say really is I want to thank you all for coming into studio. I want to thank you for your contribution with this conversation because I have a feeling that if we continue, we'll be I'll be ordering wine from somewhere and then just say <laughs> sitting here until the evening. Yes. So I want to thank you, Edgy, as well for your contribution as usual. And um, I will share your contacts with uh, the SA Fashion Week team and Lucila. And obviously, you can also just share with our listeners where they can contact you. However, before we go to that, uh, my segment always gets eaten up and it's my favorite segment. It's called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So I'm going to start with, uh, I think not today with Edgy. Today I'm going to start with, uh, okay, everyone's looking. I'm going to start with Madame Directrice Lucila, who is here with us. And we're going to go straight round the table and we're going to end with Edgy. Who would you want to dress and why? Well, you know, Liz, there's such pressure on this uh, question that you've asked and there's such pressure on dressing that I thought that I will just focus on dressing myself because <laughs> that is a huge task in its own. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to Kelly. Kelly, who would you uh, want to dress and why? Funny that you asked that because I was having a look at um, the lovely Tuli Maroncella quite recently. She's been attending all the fashion weeks. She's so glamorous and she's so elegant and I'd love to an opportunity to dress her because I think the... the Everyone's eyes on her at the moment, and she's standing quite a positive light. Wow, nice. Yeah. Now I'm going to go to Wesley. Who would you want to dress and why? Look, it's, I've got a 13 year old daughter who's still Aww. trying to figure out <laughs> how to get out of a shorts and into a dress or something like that. So 
I'd probably love to be able to dress my daughter. Maybe I might need Leslie's help to <laughs> get me to, to wear something age appropriate, I guess, but I would love to dress my daughter. Very nice. Leslie, who do you want to dress and why? So as a designer, the, the best feeling in the world is when you see someone wearing something that you've made and they're just loving it and they feel so good about themselves. So anyone who's maybe got a little bit of low self-esteem or not feeling so great, I want to dress them and I want to make them feel incredible and I just want to make them feel more comfortable and look, feel like they look beautiful. So if you are feeling that way, come to Convoy at the Bamboo Centre and I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> How's that for business? <laughs> hey, <laughs> who would you want to dress and why? I am going to stay very local with the panel. I want to dress Liz. Again? Again, because we've got this amazing... Uh, denim uh, tunic trench from her collection that we created and I think she would kill it. Yeah. She uh, looks uh, good in anything. She's got I the highs. promise you. <laughs> Thank you, Edgy. And, um, and she can sing on the side. That makes it a double sort of... I will. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm actually, today on the runway, I'm going to be playing my safari song. So I've launched oh, wow. a song with the collection. So are you going to sing? No, but it'll play. But it's your voice. It's, <laughs> it's your my voice. voice. I would want to dress my mom this week because um, my mom's very graceful. Um, she's a fighter. She's a hero. She's, I've seen my mom go through things for the last 10 years. I'm like, my gosh, you are actually the hero. She's very graceful. She spent a lot of time in France. She taught us how to be chic and she taught us how to drink wine with dinner, not not carelessly. So I think that because of her gracefulness, because of her age, because of her sass, I would want to dress her. And I want to go straight again round the table for you to just share. Each and every one can just share how our listeners can contact, uh, can be in touch with you. And then we're going to wrap up this beautiful show because we are very fashionably on time. Okay, uh, my name is Lucilla Boysen and you can contact me um, at uh, Lucilla Lucilla at safashionweek.co.za. Hi, my name is Wesley. I'm from Indigo Brands, Rimmel in particular for this stage. Um, you can contact me at Indigo Brands, but you can also follow Rimmel on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat, where we're very, very active with SF Fashion Week at the moment. My name is Leslie, and my range is called Hearts and Heritage. You can contact me at info at heart-heritage.com. Or you can go to my website, www.heart-heritage.com. Or just come or you visit can go me. to Convoy. Yeah, just come <laughs> visit me at Convoy, Bamboo Centre. I'll be there every Monday. <laughs> um, I'm Kelly Fung, and I'm um, at Marie Claire. So you can contact me on any of the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Marie Claire SA. And on my personal, which is Kelly Fung, on all, the, on all of the platforms. Thank you. And Edgy, how can our listeners connect with you? Uh, they can reach me uh, on Twitter, ag underscore Benson, and my company's uh, Twitter is NW New York at NW New York. Okay. Well, thank you very much, and thank, thank you. you to all our listeners. And like you've heard, I think the conversations have been really cool. I really appreciate all our guests in studio, and there's also been some um, food for thought. You know how you think you're flying to New York because there's an opportunity to go and showcase at Fashion Week when you haven't even built your house hasn't even you can't build a house without a fund foundation. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, my parting shot is um, as we continue to build our businesses and to grow, try to also think of growing from the bottom up. It's A to Z not Z to A. Mm. So otherwise, it's been really great. Peace and love. Enjoy Fashion Week. If you are coming to my show, whoo, fasten your seatbelts, <laughs> throw on your heels. It's going to be, we are going to kill it tonight. Peace and love. Thank you for tuning in. Cliff Central. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.